was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. <laughs> Hello, citizens. Welcome to Shitty Movie Showdown, episode 20. Nick Cage cast episode 10. I know it's a lot to take in, but uh, I'm trapped in this house, as all the other episodes. And basically, I'm being forced to watch shitty movies, and also Nick Cage movies. Today, I decided, for no reason, to randomly watch National Treasure. Now, I also didn't want to sit through 1 and 2 separately, so I decided to watch National Treasure 1 and 2 at the exact same time, and just see what happens. And I realized, before you say anything, YouTube nerds, I realized Red Letter Media did this with uh, Transformers movies. I'm, I'm, I'm well aware. I'm fine with that. I'm doing my thing here. Let, let me play. Pimp's got a pimp. I am going to watch these movies. Uh, I, I am aware of them. I've seen them. Full disclosure, I've seen them. I don't remember a fucking thing. I, I watched them when I was going through my back surgery, so I was on a lot of fucking Percocet. Honestly, I remember the first one's about the Declaration of Independence. The second one's Lincoln, if I remember correct. Uh, it's called Book of Secrets. I, I don't know what that means. I remember something about Lincoln. I don't. I honestly, I wish I could remember more, and then I could just avoid this and kind of, you know, do a review afterwards or do a re review instead of watching the movie with you. But uh, here we are. I have to watch them. But I am not willing to watch them one at a time because fuck that. Who has that amount of time? The first movie is two hours eleven minutes. The second movie is two hours four minutes. So we got a seven minute gap there. It's like Indiana Jones meets uh, Da Vinci Code, and uh, Da Vinci Code is or I, I already don't like. I don't like the Da Vinci Code that much. Uh, sorry, Ron Howard. I do apologize. You're a great filmmaker. I do love Apollo 13 and Beautiful Mind and even you know you know Cinderella Man's good. I haven't seen your last like eight movies. I didn't see Cloud Atlas. I didn't see uh, that fucking racing movie you did with Thor. I didn't see that shit. I'm just not interested. I don't know. I, I don't like Da Vinci Code, but I love myself some Indiana, Indiana Jones. And this feels like Nick Cage trying to do kind of both. He's got the stupid hair. He's got the uh, there's a lot of hats. And there's a lot of adventures. This is like the American, like like it's so patriotic. I, I feel like Mark Wahlberg's gonna step into this thing, into the role next. Here we go. All right, starting one, starting two. Okay, we are good here. We're good to go. All right. All right. So we got a Walt Disney thing here. We got a Walt Disney on the bottom. Didn't realize these are Disney movies. That's a little weird. Yes. We got the Bruckheimer thing on top here. We still got the Disney thing going on on the bottom. They're really milking this. The movie's already started on top. There's a little kid going into a room. 1974 on the, in, in the first one. Okay. And uh, number two here, Book of Shadows. Book of Secrets. Is it Blair Witch Book of Shadows? Is that what I'm thinking of? I constantly get that messed up. 1865, so a bit before the first one. Yeah, about 90, 90 years. Five days after the end of the Civil War. Okay, war is over. That's a cool little stool in the first movie. I want that. It turns into a little stepladder. It's like a chair into a ladder. That's pretty cool. Oh, you're going to fuck that up, kid. And then we got a little kid getting scared by uh, Christopher Plummer. All right. Ooh, is he going to get molested here? Okay, so now we're going from eight, 1974 to 1832. 1865 on the bottom. Okay, let's keep a track here. Jeez, now we're in crusade times. Where the... There's gold. And treasure map. I talk about treasure in the first movie, too. I feel like I don't give a shit about treasure. Maybe that's something wrong with me. Like Maybe I missed something as a kid. Do it. Shoot the kid. Shoot the kid. Come on. Do it. Uh, uh. 
Oh, don't give me fucking child shot in the face blue balls. Always shoot the kid in the face. It always comes back to bite you if you don't. I've personally shot dozens of kids because I I feel like they're going to come back and, and I can kill Bill. Yes, scraps of paper in both movies. That character dying in both these movies at the exact same time. Well, the kid's on screen. Oh, God. I love the boyish hair for old for younger John Voight. Like we can make an actor like you thirty years younger if we just give him like nineteen nineties John Cusack hair. That'll fool everyone. Oh my God! My great 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 grandfather's name is on a list of people who killed Lincoln. I don't care. I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't believe in sins of the father. If my dad killed somebody, sorry, bro. I'm, he shouldn't have done that. I agree with you. I didn't do that shit. Sorry, I, I don't give shit. My dad, my great 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 grandpa killed Lincoln. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, bro. I didn't do that shit though. That wasn't me. That's not my style. That's not my flow. That's not my hustle. Sorry, bro. Lincoln dead. Not me though. Makes me speak real lazy, like, you know. Get really sexual there at the end here. Almost fucked the camera. Sean Bean's in the movie, so guess who the bad guy is? I know that because I've seen anything else with Sean Bean in it. So in the second movie, he's writing a book about the first movie. So he wrote the novelization for the movie National Treasure is basically what's happening in this, in the second one. I like that the he hit Meadow right when he hit the brick wall with this girl around her vagina. Not in the vagina, that's the vagina wall. If you're in there, you're good. You've already got it in there. But the wall outside of it, so he can't get in. Feel Indiana Jones hat in the second one? Look at that. They're really not hiding it, are they? Okay, first movie, they found the ice ship. I get it. Second movie, they're talking about tax problems in a movie with Nicolas Cage, who at this at this age here, 2007, was going through tax problems. If I, my timeline might be off a little bit here, but I'm pretty sure it was right around then, which is why he's doing this second movie. He's not usually a sequel guy. Uh, so did they write that in there beforehand? Did he write that in there? Did, he, did they record Justin Bartha's dialogue off screen so he didn't offend Cage? Does, is Cage aware? I just want to know. Okay, they're both breaking in somewhere. First movie, they're breaking in an ice ship still. Still, goddamn still. Second movie, they're breaking into his ex's house, if I heard him correct. Put the case again there all the way, you lazy fuck. Making it really obvious. You put it like halfway on. What's in the barrel, Nick? Nick number one. This is how you get cursed. This is how every fucking mummy movie starts. Don't fuck with it. Am I just... He broke it. That's fucked up. But am I just not a person who's interested in scrolls and secrets and, and clues and like hidden things and, and adventures like that? Like, I just have zero interest. Like, Indiana Jones is fun to watch, but once you get into, like, this is what he really meant by that, it's impossible to follow this many years afterwards. This is not possible. I'm sorry. It just seems so ridiculous to me. That's all. I would not touch that blood. There's probably hepatitis. Harvey Keitel. <laughs> All right. And uh, bargain basement Catherine Keener. Hey, he's in the FBI. I can tell because of the, the, the numerous books behind him that state FBI on the top. This is good set design. You know the right where you are if you do that. It just makes sense. I know that guy in number two. Who the fuck was that? Why do I recognize him? I'm going to remind myself later to look into that because I do recognize him. It looked like Gary from uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark. Am I, if I, am I right on this? Is that him? If I'm right, I'm going to fucking blow myself tonight, I swear. I'm going to fold in half and suck my own dick. 
That's right. I'm going to get really graphic with this. <laughs> Speaking of Are You Afraid of the Dark, that was one of those shots, that slow motion. <laughs> uh, that's so cheesy looking. What the fuck? What happened there? <laughs> Riveting. Yeah, they're still on the goddamn ship in the first movie. In the second movie, they're in like eight different scenes. And they're all the fuck over the place they're doing. They're like eight to ten to twelve steps ahead in, the, in the solving the riddle. In the first movie, they narrowed it down to the Declaration of Independence. That's all they've done. If you guys haven't seen uh, Westworld, HBO's Westworld, watch it. He plays the man in black. He's the bad guy, good guy, slash where the fuck you want to call him. I don't know. It's mysterious. Really good in it. Love myself some Ed Harris. Also, he's in. Uh, he's tied to Nick Cage through Con Air, and then uh, he's in uh, Apollo 13 with Ron, Ron Howard. So, a lot of tie-ins with Edward Harris. Yes. Also, John Voight plays uh, Cage's dad in these movies, and John Voight is in... Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise will not return Nick Cage's phone calls. That's a fact. I'm like, an, I'm like a Cage historian here. I'm like a Thomas Benjamin Button Brat uh, Gates, Bill, Bill Gates, I don't know, whatever the fuck his name is in this movie. I'm like, I'm like him for Nick Cage. Well, your accent, Pennsylvania Dutch? Saxony German. Oh. <laughs> You're not American? Oh, I am an American. I just was born here. Hey, she's introduced in the first one as German. That's good, because she clearly doesn't have an American accent, Diane Kruger. I was curious about that. It's like when you see Schwarzenegger movies, and they never fucking mention the fact that he's very, very Austrian. And you're like, you just, like, jingle all the way. You're like, you're just a Minneapolis dad, huh? You're just a regular old American dad with that thick fucking accent. As accent as thick as your fucking neck. And you're just going to not mention it? Just nothing? Not a word? Okay, moving on. You're just going to fight Phil Hartman for two hours? Okay. Yeah, and Sinbad? Oh, yeah, you think that's a good idea? Okay, yeah. Nothing with Sinbad was a good idea. I'm sorry. What's up, American Dad? Uh, and uh, also, it's always Sunny. He's in that, too. Do I like Sinbad? I think I like Sinbad, yeah. So once again, I have a White Sox game going on over here, and they're losing 7-6 to six because that's what the White Sox do, but, you know, still got to watch it. I just don't want the people who had me kidnapped here to find out. Even though they watch this, so shit. Moving on. Nothing. I was just kidding. <laughs> it's a weird joke, you know. I'm completely committed. So, I'm like, what, 25-some minutes into this movie? Something like that? I can't really tell. And I'm still following both plots very easily. It's, it's, I, I thought that would be impossible. I thought I'd just be lost the whole time and kind of just making fun of the scenes. But I'm actually just following along. Just fine. That's how slow they are. Cage's hair is like 10 shades darker in the second movie compared to the first one. Well, then fine! That's what you want, then let's have it out right now! Ah, uh, so subtle. Oh, let me guess! It's the wrong time! It's the wrong place! I'm wrong again! Wrong about us! Wrong about time! Alright, I think I found my freak out for Cage in these. What is she doing? I get what he's doing, but what is she doing? You're wrong to assume that! Yeah, see? Oh, there's some there's some chest hair there in, in, in one. Look at that. Yeah. Popping the popping the collar a little wide there. Just gonna leave that wide open there and just pop out the chest hair for Justin Bartha, of all people. The uh, fourth lead in Hangover. That's the guy who got lost on a roof. That's who you're doing that for? Alright. Remember his uh, retarded character in Geely? That really really sensitive character. Remember that guy? Yeah, that was that was him. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just going to show a clip of it right now. 
Oh, it's too insensitive to show, even for me? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, we should probably just move on to the movies here. God, it's not his fault! Yes, I'm my fault, brain damage! <laughs> Cage. You're a national treasure. The only treasure in this movie that's national is Cage itself. He just got that girl fired from her job for the taking her flowers. Good job. Is he roofing his own drink? How come Seth Green's not the guy in the van like he was in the 90s? Guy gets successful, doesn't want to be the guy in the van anymore. Ugh. Whatever, Seth. Get him! You take that shit faster, sir. Did he check on his turd situation there? What was that? He just hung a dog right there for a second. Lift him up by his neck. Can I speak to England real quick here? Just just a real quick huddle here. Um, I, I get that they used to wear the, the powdered wigs back in the day. You can go ahead and stop with the makeup and the wigs and the shit. You look fucking ridiculous. You look uh, ancient. You, 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 look, you look like a goddamn weird cult. You don't look modern or human or official. They don't make you look any more official. They make you look fucking ridiculous and kind of drag queen-y, to be honest. Let's so go ahead and stop doing that. Some things are cool rituals, I get it, like, uh, you know, fireworks in 4th of July and shit like that. I mean, you don't want to talk about 4th of July, I realize, I'm sorry. That's kind of a sensitive, sensitive war and subject for you, I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, just go ahead and stop wearing the fucking wigs and stop doing the fucking blush and stop doing all that shit, because you look ridiculous. You, you know, and the wooden teeth, are you still doing that too? Are you, are you doing that anymore? Because you really need to stop there. And maybe announcing that your queen is around with a flag up in the air, not a good idea if... You know, I mean, I mean, she survived like what ninety some years. So I guess you give them, you're good there. I guess it's just a little recommendation. If I were the queen, I would not. You should probably hit those dogs there, Cage. Just kill them. Um, I wouldn't want my arrival acknowledged with, with the flag. If you know, if you're, especially if you're a political, you know, people want to kill you. Is what I'm trying to say. They, it's just like saying, hey, here I am. Go ahead and blow up the building right now. Not a good idea. I don't know. That's why they don't really announce what the president is, and if they do, they do it very last second. I don't know. Maybe it's just us. Maybe it's just Americans. Okay. It's weird to see Ed Harrison in action sequence. Even in uh, The Rock. I feel like I said earlier he was in Con Air with, with Cage. Obviously, I meant The Rock. You know that. I know that, right? Anyway, um, I feel like even in The Rock, when he's a bad guy in an action movie, he didn't really do much. He just kind of sat there and talked while his soldiers took care of things. I've been out of honey whiskey for a while. I'm on my phone cause I'm bored. They took a picture of him in England. They got the, all that shit. They got his license plate in the first one. They're stealing that while Sean Bean's trying to do it before they can get it done. So I'm on my phone cause there's nothing else to do and I, I, I don't care about stealing. I feel like I don't give a shit about stealing. I feel like I don't care about treasures and maps and, and all that shit. Like, I watched the Goonies a lot as a kid, and then one day I was like, you know what? Fuck the Goonies. Fuck the Goonies. I don't care about, uh, like, clues and hints and following a trail and, and you know, 
secrets and mysteries, and I'm like, you know, fuck you, One-Eyed Willy, or whatever the fuck is the pirate's name was in Goonies, and you man lady that leads up, the, the, the bad lady, who I was, I was convinced was a man until, like, age, I don't know, nine. I realized, I was like, I don't like this movie. I, I do like myself some uh, some Josh Brolin, though. He's awesome in it, and Corey Feldman's good. And Short Round's in it, bringing back Indiana Jones. And this is a day of bringing things back to Indiana Jones, and... It's a day of uh, references. I've got Indiana Jones, we got Ron Howard, we got Nick Cage. Those are just in Are You Afraid of the Dark too, I guess we got going on. It's just it's just tying them all together, you know. I'm just I'm just actually just bored because I don't like these movies. And this is why we're doing two at once. As I talked about in the last episode of Nick Cage Cast, Helen Mirren doesn't do anything for me. Ellen Burstyn, though, gives me a raging hard on. This movie is no Ronin. This movie's not as good as Roman or Mission Impossible or even the Da Vinci Code. Not even close to Indiana Jones. Don't think about being Indiana Jones. You'll never be that Indiana Jones. You'll never be. You'll never be. You're more like a Temple of Doom. A Temple of Doom. A Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Maybe a kingdom of a crystal skull. No, that was so dramatic. Oh, he smashed one light bulb. That was, that was so dramatic. I love watching two... You know, clunky vans chase each other down road construction. Oh, this is gonna be a long day. I'm just watching these movies. There's still so much time left. An hour 15 on the first movie. Ooh, a lot like Con Air. And that scene in Vegas after the plane lands when he's on the fire truck. This is it. This is it right here. In a couple of movies ago, I watched Nick Cage in a Halloween thing where they pay the ghost. And now I get to watch him as, as an Easter scene where this kid will char- surely go missing. Dad, can we pay the ghost? The Easter Bunny ghost? I want to see Cage fist fight this fucking child. Hey, you goofy fuck. Kaitel's in number one, too. Number one also. On top left here in the first movie, it's the guy from, um, that's Gary from, uh, um, it's the guy from, uh, that's gotta be Gary from Are You Afraid of the Dark, I fucking swear. Maybe not, it just looks a lot like him. He's on screen at once, I'm both, haha. Hey, oh, that's over. That was like that fade in Godfather 2 where you get De Niro and Pacino at the same time. All the way up until Heat came out, and you got them both on the screen at the same time, for real. That's all we had, though, was the two Kaitels. If you watch the movie simultaneously for one or two seconds there, you had them, and then it's over, and then it'll never happen again. You know, it's like seeing, seeing Haley's Comet. You gotta wait another 27 years, or whatever the fuck it is. I should mention I don't know shit about Haley's Comet, so if that's true, I'm fucking amazed that I retain that. But if it's not true, don't be surprised. Don't go ahead and look it up. Just assume I'm wrong. This cage is my least favorite cage, by the way. This is what I call paying his taxes cage. I kind of agree with with John Voight here. Go ahead and stop. It's not worth it. I don't, don't, don't spend that many calories getting to the bottom of this mystery. It doesn't matter. One time I was living in Mississippi. This is a true story, by the way. I, moved, I don't care about this movie, so I'm just going to tell it. Uh, I moved down to Mississippi after the hurricane because I told there'd be lots of money for a job. There wasn't because fuck Mississippi. But I was living in this, this small-ass town. It was uh, next to Gulfport, Mississippi. Small fucking town. And uh, I lived a couple miles away from this 
this like weird little playground, not playground, but like a, a field. It was, it was called a park, but it was just a field. Let's be honest, fucking Mississippi Park is just a grass field. And I kept feeling these vibrations. And me and my roommate and his wife and their kids were just like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's shaking. And we're like, what the fuck is that? And it was driving us nuts. We couldn't figure it out. So we went outside and we heard music. And we're like, oh, maybe it's at that park. And we drove over there. And it, like I said, a couple miles away, seriously. And we get there and we pull up and we walk up to the to the little tent they had set up and a bunch of you know, seats and shit. And then we just went over there. And then we sat there, like, eighth row. Just open seating, just wherever you want to go, for a Randy Travis concert. And the man's voice tickled my balls as I was sitting there because his bass is, his voice has so much bass that it was just like, it was like a girl sitting in a washing machine. It was kind of erotic. And here he is. That voice over a couple of shitty speakers that shake too much already makes the whole ground vibrate. It's insane. And I've been attracted to him ever since. And he just does it for me, you know? That was in 2006. So that was the year before this movie came out. I don't tell personal stories in the show, do I? That's weird. I feel like uh, John Voight is a father of a girl who does pornography. And he doesn't want to judge her. But he's also like, sweetie, can, can you find something else than taking it in the keister every other Sunday? Can you do something else for a line of work? Be a stripper. That's even better. I mean, or just don't do the ass play. Just girl on girl, sweetie. I mean, I'm, I love you so much. <laughs> She's like still that little girl to me, man. <laughs> Here you are doing keister porn. Like that girl from uh, Teen Mom. Can you just do something else? I, I don't, um, be a, just be the prostitute that doesn't take it up the end. I don't know. Something like... just. I have to talk to the people at the bridge club about what you do, and I, I'm just sick of lying. And it's just your, your mom left us, and just all by myself. It's not that far off because that's probably how he feels about Angelina Jolie. In the second movie, is the president trying to sneak off with Cage to get get a Hummer? Where are my sledgehammers? I'm known for my sledgehammer collection. Where are they? call you an end. You know, here. <laughs> uh, little one. Get out of here. Okay. Do you think the second movie would work if Trump were, you know, if this were made about Trump? I almost said if Trump were in office, but he is. That's the reality we live in. It does feel like more, more like a movie than Bruce Greenwood as president, but do you think the movie would still work? Or he would just be like, I, I already searched for it. You don't need to look for it. I found it. It was an amazing treasure. The best treasure. I found the best treasure. I'm known for my best treasures. And he would just like, you know, push the situation aside, refuse to help the person. Creeperless cage. No, but I hope it's real. He's still talking to the president in the second one. It's like middle of the summer in Philadelphia, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to put on a, a fucking sweater and then a jean jacket, a lady's jean jacket over top of that. Because why not? I'm cage. I do what I want. Sean Bean's eyes are amazing. So far, I've, I've complimented his, his voice and his hair. Or not his hair, his eyes. His hair's terrible. That's what I said about his hair. His hair's got awful. With that voice and those eyes. A man could fall in love. They could live their whole lives in those eyes. I could see this at a cottage. Oh, man, lakeside. Just raising our children that we made somehow. He would come in there and with his blonde hair, wave it in the breeze. I'd wake up and make him breakfast. <laughs> he 
opened the door, holding her two children in his arms. Turns out he killed the children, though, because he's a bad guy all the time. So, I mean, that sucks. But, you know, that's what you got to live with. That's the price you pay when you marry Sean Bean. That's right, we're married. Sean for our two children, Nick and Cage. <laughs> Just a little thing I do. There's still so much time left. Why? It's not that exciting. These don't need to be over two hours. An hour and a half would cut it. God. He's like sexually attracted to history, isn't he? The last time this was here. <clears throat> They're signing this shit, bro. Signing this shit. You ever get your shit pushed in? Signing the signing the paper where it was originally. Oh yeah. How did they find us? Ian has nearly unlimited resources. I'm not scared of a guy named Ian. I'm sorry. It's just not one of those intimidating names. It's three fucking letters. Joe's after us. Rob, Mac, Lou. Uh, no, you gotta have a strong like Italian last name if you're gonna sound intimidating. That's uh, Italian if you only have the three letters, like Lou Salamanca, like a like Tuco Gomez Tuco there. That sounds intimidating. And then you just go by that last name if you're trying to be intimidating. Though you're not going by Lou or Ben. Our, our character's name is Ben. Runless Cage. Oh, Jesus. Is that the same guy? On the same walkie-talkie at the same time? It looks just like him. Holy shit. Where were you? Hiding. Come on. You dumb bitch. Hiding, yeah. I hid on a rooftop through an entire movie series. Yeah. Gary? If that's not Gary from Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's Gary from Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm sorry, it just is. Mom. Your mom. I can't take him seriously with these sunglasses on. I kidnapped the president. The FBI is on the way here. Yeah, you know, they're going to arrest us both. Both of us. Rockless Cage. Full of bees and sharks. His last two enemies. Ugh. Holy mackerel, he set us up. <laughs> oh, shucks. We should have seen that coming a mile away. Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine the look on my face. <laughs> I'm going to be so red when I tell my boss. <laughs> Holy mackerel. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, Whoa. I'm going to tell Margie when I get home about this. She's going to be so embarrassed for me. <laughs> oh, mackerel. I'm dead inside now. Oh, mackerel, they're arguing just like me and Margie. Oh, man, they are going at each other's throats. Oh, mackerel. Oh, God forbid. Oh. I, I like this sequence in, the, in number two here with the with the you know the, the counterbalance and all that stuff. It's it's in a video, couple of video games, but it's in Assassin's Creed and such. It's it's fucking ridiculous to think that they actually built that. But yeah, yeah, we'll get there in the review. I feel like if it tips, you try to 
jump and land on whatever the whatever that's balancing on that little peg, and then you're fucked anyway. But still, you're not dying immediately. Great, that's super. <laughs> Couldn't be happier. You stay here, and if anyone should come out without me, well, use your imagination. I want you to rape their butts. Rape them real good. Show them a good time though first. Take them on a couple of dates. Use your imagination, you know, foreplay. Maybe a little role play too, while you're at it. Candles, <laughs> silk negligee. Yeah, dude, yeah, take, take your time with them. Take your time, rape the butt though. Make sure you rape the butt. Lots of flashlights and uh, flares and shit at the same time. What I'm noticing is the same movie. It just ultimately becomes the same movie, where they're walking through a, a Laura Croft-ish, looking through a fucking tomb. Laura Croft did more damage than she realized. Also played by Angelina Jolie, his, his daughter. Oh my god, everything's tying together today. Ah, <sighs> so proud of myself. You wanna give it a test run? <laughs> like, make sure it holds your weight at least? Oh, so I should give you the extra weight though. <laughs> oh, we broke all of our bones. <laughs> our brittle old bones. Yeah, get in there. Get in there. Yeah. Tear that shit up, bro. He just put his hand, her hand on his cock. It's the same fucking movie. It's just the same things happening. There's an American Dad episode just like this where he keeps falling through him and Steve's going down the elevator. Uh, I love that show. Whatever they're going to find isn't worth going through this. It's just not. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm not because I'm not greedy. I don't know. Wow, he really just let her go to grab it. Uh, she's a fucking idiot. I, if only I could think of a movie series with a similar scene where the, our main character is holding onto a woman trying to grab something and, and things were breaking and crumbling and there was a chasm created and I wish I could just think of anything similar to that, but I, I just can't. It's just, it's just so unique. And then she falls and there's just nothing like that at all this is so 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 this you know this is so national treasure there's just nothing I, there's, I mean it's so unique by itself it's just you know some things they, they created that I just so the bad guy in number two is water it seems like more so than Ed Harris Don't even a goodbye kiss or hummer or anything. I don't even know, like, tug him a little. Come on. This guy's gonna die here. I mean, it might be hard to get hard, you know, pardon the pun, in these circumstances. So you, you give him a little, uh, little flaccid tug just to let him know you care. It doesn't have to be hard or anything. You just, you don't have to finish the job, is what I'm saying. So because the second movie is so loud while the first movie was so quiet, I missed what happened with Sean Bean. But I'm okay with that. I can live with that. Thanks, Gary. We're just talking about you. God, he just looks like the devil and everything. Ever since little Nicky. <laughs> just it's like I'm gonna stick with that devil look. Thank 
<gasps> the pipe. What if you broke it? That's all I can think about right after this shit. What if you broke that? Choose wisely. So we're just doing Indiana Jones now. Just fucking go for it. Go fuck yourself. Come over and watch me dry hump a man again, like you did in the Oval Office. We can do that, yeah. Does that sound good? They have two badass names together, Kruger and Cage. That sounds like they're gonna fight, like, Kruger versus Cage. <laughs> Carly, are you crying? Just left the keys underneath the windshield wipers. <laughs> Uh, must live in a really great neighborhood. Don't do jokes. Number two. So the second movie's over. Give it to the people. Divide it amongst the Smithsonian, the Louvre, the Cairo Museum. Let's keep it in America here, champ. <laughs> Don't be a commie. Oh, good God. We really have the two bad lieutenants in the same shot right now. And it's just, just boring. <sighs> no, stay, stay focused. You're under arrest, Mr. Howe. We've got you on kidnapping, attempted murder, and trespassing on government property. Need a couple of parking tickets also that I'm really upset about. Maximum sentence there is $35. And late fees if they apply. We're going to get you on something. Don't worry. Ugh, ugh, barf. Not even a car guy, and that bothers me. He likes sweaters with jackets over him, doesn't he? A map. A map. Where does it lead to? Oh, your back door. <laughs> I'll get in there, don't worry. <laughs> even if you're sleeping. I'm gonna get in there! Oh, you're gonna take it! Oh, sorry. Movie's over. So this movie had time to end, and the first one, the second one's still in credits. That's some... So it's... Two minutes, 47 seconds of credits. Oh, man. The first one has nine minutes of credits. I don't think I'm going to take that much time up, but here we go. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't care about adventures. I don't care about treasure. I don't care about clues or following them. I care if it's a murder and, want, and following the clues is kind of interesting, like seven. But then there's someone playing back, and this is just... Them following clues for people who have been dead for hundreds of years. So I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. There's there, there's never going to be a point where they're like, Oh, you finally found my treasure. Thank God. Someone finally found my clues and or followed my clues and found the trail and, and, and took care of it all. And, you know, I didn't waste my time setting up all this intricate shit. Let's get into that right now before I forget. The intricacy of all of these things is mind-boggling. Just think about the, 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 in the second one with that little, that little uh, weight, the balance thing they had. That basically is like a, a two-dimensional, or a double-sided uh, seat, what is it called? Seesaw, it was teeter-totter, whatever you want to call it. And that was really cool. It was like a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen it in an Assassin's Creed game and stuff, shit like that, and like uh, Uncharted, and whatever. Lots of games. Laura Croft encountered many of these. My point is, though, that someone built that motherfucker like it was like 200 feet of wood tied together like tree trunks tied together and holding up a a multi-ton thing of concrete for just hundreds of years 
And they're like, for when the guy follows all of the clues in the dollar bills, which we might have changed between now and then, who knows, and all the buildings which might have been demolished due to wars or whatever the fuck happened, everything they did was so thought out as far as this is eternity, this will never change. If one of these clues disappears, they won't be able to get to the next clue. The fucking odds of that are next to zero. In fact, they should be negative when you're coming up with them. You should go... Oh my god, this is really starting to piss me off. The more I think about it, and the more it pisses me off. Just the odds that someone will be smart enough to follow it, know what they're looking for. They have to know what the end game is. They have to know about the treasure in the first place. Otherwise, they're not going to be looking for anything. So, and it's a treasure you built, or you, you, you built all these mazes around so nobody would find it because, like, in, in the end of the first one, he says, man's that one man's that meant to have this much power. I don't know why he has a southern accent now. Um, the, fir- the second movie has, has just ended. The first one still has 6 minutes, 20 seconds. Maybe I will for this time, because holy shit, starting to get in a roll here, getting very angry. Okay, so very intricate. You have to know who... The person has to know what they're to look for. They have to be willing to commit many fucking crimes. I mean, they couldn't. They didn't know about technology and all that shit, but they knew this shit would be closely guarded when, later on. You know, a couple hundred, hundred years down the line. So they had to be willing to break, break the law to get all this shit. They had to be willing to risk their life for the shit. They have to have friends that would help them with the shit because you can't just be one man balancing act on that fucking thing at the end. They have to be smart enough about history to be able to follow this shit. They have to know the old meanings of things as far as history goes. So not just know the history, but also know the, the, like the gossip and, the, and the, the different lingo behind the history. They had to know all of this shit. In conjunction with all this other shit that they're doing, they had to be willing to... <laughs> oh my god, this is so, so much shit. They had to know exactly... They had to be physically fit enough, even though they're fucking historians, to be able to do this shit. You have to climb, you have to rock, and all this shit that's aging for 200 years, that, and, and the things are falling apart. There's termites, like John Voight says, there's termites, and it's just breaking this wood up. One guy even falls through to his death, America Dad style. And then they have to they have to f- keep following the shit. They have to have the the the, the f- just the stick to itiveness to keep going. They have to have to be able to get to it. Physically, like, I already mentioned the physicality. I guess I won't add a number number here. They have to be lucky as all fuck not to die during your gamble. Let's just say they took one step on that balancing thing and just it just collapsed. What's to say that fucking happened? They have to be able to get there without drowning because you flooded the fucking thing if they went alone they would die they have to be willing to sacrifice someone again we're here on another hand to sacrifice somebody because of that turn turnstile thing has to have a sacrifice that drowns behind and they just built this just cause just cause and then he, he, John Voigt goes how do you think they built this and to me that mean, and he mentions the, uh, the the pyramids and shit and I'm like, I'm like oh slaves built it that's great that's that's great they spent all their slave power on this. Super. Go America. Woo. Really feeling it. So they built these intricate fucking webs of deception and, and trickery and clues. And I just, it makes me just tune it the fuck out because it's so, in, not even, I'm going beyond improbable. I'm going impossible. Because like I said, this shit would not last. It would not be built in the first place. It just doesn't make any sense. What it is, is it's cool to think about. Yes, I believe, yes, there were trapdoors and shit like that. You know, in, in ruins and temples and, and the pyramids and shit. Trapdoors. Not this fucking intricate. There's a point where he comes up with a pipe he found in the beginning scene on the, on the ship, on the Charlotte. And he comes up and he puts the thing in there. And, it, and he puts a, the, the, the pipe part 
whatever you want to call that, the part that part you put in your mouth and, and turns the thing and then pushes it in. And I'm like, how the fuck? What if that broke? What if a number of shit went wrong? There's, it's almost next to impossible that this, any of this would go as planned and they would get to where they are now and get the fucking treasure. And okay. And then, okay. He, Nick Cage gets off the hook for stealing. Were they stealing the constitution or declaration of independence? I forget which, but I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter to me. He stole one of them from, from the, you know, national archives and he stole it. He, he just flat out stole it. And then he's like, Harvey Keitel's like, you got to go to prison. Someone's got to go to prison for this. And he's like, I know, just the man. And they hunt down, they get Sean Bean, and, and who obviously is the bad guy because he's Sean Bean. The only movie or show he doesn't play the bad guy in is Game of Thrones, I think. I think that's it. Goldeneye, fucking bad guy. I just keep going. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna focus on that. Anyway, and then they show up and they arrest Sean Bean for being the bad guy, and he's going to prison for this. And I'm like, motherfucker, Nick Cage still stole it. He still did the crime. He still should go to prison. I get that he's our main character and he's lovable. He's not a murderer, but he still fucking stole it. He still did the actual crime that they're arresting this guy for. And then they just give Justin Bartha a fucking car. And let me just say, Diane Kruger, who I like, I thought, when I thought back on this movie, I thought it was the girl from the Clueless TV show who was in this role. And I was alarmed to find out it was Diane Kruger. That's how little I remember this movie, these, these movies. And again, the Sins of the Father thing, if my great-great-great-grandpa, or even my grandpa or my dad, killed Lincoln, sorry, bro. I mean, that's, that really does suck. I wish that didn't happen. But I don't give a shit. I don't care about my muddy, muddy my name. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't, I didn't do it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, my dad did it. That sucks. He's a dick. Okay, moving on. I don't, I don't understand, I don't understand the sins of the father aspect of anything. I'm taking these off. I'm getting really angry. It's Calm Cage. It's Quiet Cage. It's Boring Cage. It's Professorious Cage, my new cage. It's the Professor Cage, the Smart Cage, the Sophisticated Cage. <sighs> He's sophisticated, is the way I would put that. That's how I'm going to call that now. Sophisticated. And that's all I have to say about that, because the credits are over, and I've got the Bruckheimer thing here on the road. I'm going to go and get the fuck out of here, because I can't handle any more treasures. And the only treasure in this movie was the national treasure that is Nick Cage. That's the takeaway from this. So, Walt Disney Pictures, i got 10 seconds left. Um, I don't recommend these movies. I find them just a little too boring. I would instead recommend Ocean's Eleven, the first one. Not the original, not the Rat Pack one. But just the, you know, the Clooney Pit. I'd watch that, the, the, the Steven Soderbergh version. It's fun. It's interesting. It's got Andy Garcia. What more do you need? Or Indiana Jones. Just watch Indiana Jones. Just watch that. You don't need to watch this at all. This is, this is a failed version of all of those. It's not terrible. It's just like, I don't give a shit. And I was watching both at the same time, and I was like, this is going to be impossible to follow what happens. I followed the plots of both of those movies exactly beat by beat because it's so slow. What they do is they have an action sequence, and they sit down, and they talk about something else. They talk about what's going to happen step by step. They're going to do this, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. This means this. This means this. This means this. Okay, let's go do it. And they do it, and let's just say something goes wrong. Sean Sean Bean shows up, or uh, Ed Harris shows up, and then uh, they get out of it still. And then it's just an action sequence, and you can follow an action sequence without the sound if you wanted to. I'm getting the fuck out of here, guys. I can't handle. Nick Cage, this is your most boring cage. Don't do this. This is just paying his taxes cage. I don't like paying his taxes cage. He's a taxaholic. God damn. This is the knowing era cage. This is the... What's that other? Next. He's just paying his taxes. That's all he's doing. And speaking of next, moving on to the next fucking movie. Con Air. 
So, guys, until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West for Shitty Movie Show and I'm Nick Hagecast. The next movie will be Con Air. I've already decided. I gotta get something in my heart pumping, you know? I gotta, I gotta care about a Nick Cage movie, and Con Air is the way to do that. I'm still sticking out for Face Off. That's the, that's the, uh, the North Star where I follow Cage. That's, that's always gonna be his best movie for me, as far as, like, action movies. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. So long, citizens. So long, citizens. Go. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? <sighs> oh, God.